Hello, what's going on? This is Ed Gallo here for another alternate commentary. Uh, basically, you're going to have your regular UFC commentary, but if you're looking for something more analytically focused from a different voice who might have a different perspective, maybe a better perspective, who knows? Uh, that's what I'm here for. This is going to be for Alexandre Pantoja versus Brandon Royville in the flyweight division. Uh, we did a preview for this fight on this week's MMA podcast, also available on all our podcast platforms. Check that out. And then, um, yeah, this is going to be available on video on Patreon. So $3 gets you access to all of the Fight Tech's exclusive content on Patreon. Uh, we got hundreds of hours of, of analytical content on there. A lot of it's me. So if you like me at all, you should definitely check that out. And, of course, subscribing to us on Patreon allows us to continue to exist and do this stuff. So if you like what we do, uh, I definitely recommend supporting us on there. Uh, but, yeah, otherwise, this has been billed as a number one contender fight, uh, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> because you know Pantoja's you know traded wins and losses with some of the top guys in this division and Royville um had pretty recently took a loss as well uh by injury to Moreno so we'll see we'll see what happens here um I picked Pantoja on the podcast I think uh he's a little bit cleaner on the feet um has his process down a little bit to be a little bit safer a little less crazy um and he's the better grappler I think he's the better wrestler I think he's just gonna have a lot of advantages here uh, but we'll see. Royville uh, is improving. He's young. I don't think he's necessarily going to win on the ground, but maybe he could give Pantoja some issues with his volume on the feet and just a strike variety. So the fight just started for me. The clock is at 5.55, 4.55 rather, as I said that. Okay. And some nice inside kicking to the leg there from Royville as Pantoja pressures, and he's in on the double against the cage, easily pulls him off. And Royville goes to scramble, gives up rear standing. Pantoja uses that underhook to uh, come back up over top and then scoots right down, back to the back. Uh, right hip movement as Pantoja keeps his back glued to his chest glued to the back and keeps his hips moving uh, to be able to cover. Really nice work there. So he's still on the back of Royville. Got that seatbelt grip over under. Keeps going back to that underhook when he wants to climb over. So you can kind of use that as a half Nelson if you need to to pin him down. And you can also transition into an arm triangle from there, which is really helpful. He's uh, glued to the back here. Royville tries to roll through Pantoja, just keeps that underhook, gets height with him, follows him, make sure he has an angle to get up on top if he needs to. Otherwise, he just stays uh, hips behind him, hips behind his hips to keep that back control. So really good stuff from Pantoja. Royville's been giving him some tough scrambles, and Pantoja not really seeming to have a problem with it at all, tries to trap the arm there. So Royville goes to get up, Royville rolls through again, and again, that cross face, that underhook uh, underneath the armpit turn into a cross face. To just uh, bring him back down, smush him. Yeah, see, Royville tries to walk his hips out there, and uh, Pantoja just follows him. And again, rolling across his back, and again, Pantoja just really safely getting height and coming back over. But now this time, during the transition, Royville grabs a leg, uh, looking for that heel hook off that. You can also just put Pantoja on his back or get up or transition here, even if he doesn't get this. And Pantoja is just making sure he... Uh, is able to shift his weight over and uh, is fighting the scripts a little bit, but yeah, he has to keep his, uh, his weight, uh, you know, crunched up like this a little bit just so that Royville can't extend that leg to be able to manipulate it more easily rather. Sorry. I'm all by myself this week. No sure. Um, so a lot of talking, <laughs> it's not easy. Royville looking to break that grip and uh, crank out that leg. He doesn't really have the grip in a threatening position on the heel yet, but they're all tied up in this uh, leg entanglement. 
and Pantoja seems just to be concerned with making sure that Royal can't get it. And then when he releases and tries to transition, he'll probably post out and get height himself and try to get back on top. Um, yeah, but Royville uh, doing well enough here to stop Pantoja from, you know, retaining control, even if he isn't technically scoring from here. Uh, judges could grant him some sort of advantage for, you know, the offensive submission, which is, you know, more, more than he should do for just having back control and Pantoja's back on the back. And see if he can get some offense off here just to, uh, I mean, positionally you would give him the lead, but that's not necessarily how fights are scored. Um, so he's going to have to start striking or getting some submission attempts in himself uh, to really solidify this. And he goes to sag, take the back there. Royville uses the cage to prop himself up. Pantoja lowers his level as time sits him down and comes back over top. He needs to solidify a position here, but Royville just keeps going through this, these same cycles. Um, and he's not going to get tired of doing that. So Pantoja's going to have to find a way to stop him. And uh, Royville uses that to get up, which is uh, really, really encouraging because I don't think Pantoja likes the pace. And there's a potty shot from Royville into the back take. And he's sitting back. And Pantoja turns in, gets up. And another straight to the body from Royville is great work. Pantoja rocks back away from the head kick. Looking pretty sluggish in the feet, but uh, he typically does. <laughs> but yeah, his hands definitely looks like look heavy, um, and not in a good way. Yeah, like I said, that that volume with with the way oh, backs him off with a one two punches Royval in the eye there. Don't think it was a finger. I think it was just knuckles hitting the eye. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> falling over while he's trying to punch. Uh, going super wide. I definitely think uh, Royval has fatigued him with uh, with his pace. That doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, because it's a three-round fight, obviously, it doesn't necessarily mean that Pantoja is screwed. You know what I mean? It might just be a, a nervous energy that you might need to settle back into the fight. I mean, he's he's countering Royville a decent amount um, with some pretty heavy stuff. Uh, keeping heavy on the back of the head there. That's nice from Pantoja. Um, but, you know, Pantoja, uh, Royville's getting a lot of straight shots through jabs, uh, straight to the body. So the judges could be valuing those fairly highly, even though that Pantoja's body language makes it seem like he's not doing well on the feet. He is landing decent counters, um, but he definitely doesn't look good in that respect. And you wonder, you know, if they, is he going to have to pressure and try to take him down against the cage again? Is he going to be able to hold him down in a solid position? Uh, Cause he couldn't, he couldn't stop him from scrambling. He had to keep adjusting and he didn't feel like doing it anymore, honestly. And uh, we're able to keep doing the same stuff and outpaced him. So uh, very good first round. Great fight. Um, I guess if you're Pantoja, uh, you have to find a way to limit exchanges. I would say kicking more. Hey, uh, Pantoja has a pretty good straight kicking and low kicking game. Uh, if Royville is going to be coming in jabbing that often, you could give some space, make him cover with the jab and low kick counter. Um, you could also hit reactive shot counters because you know that Royville is going to try to submit you uh, like with a guillotine or you know attempt to, you know, counter grapple rather than just defend the takedown straight up. Um, so you could walk him into a variety of things. I, I think it would be smart for Pantoja to go to the body more as well. Um, because his, <laughs> the swing to the head is pretty nuts. Um, very unstructured, not energy efficient. And Pantoja needs to be more conscious of his energy expenditure, uh, given that Royville is not going to slow down and Royville could definitely, uh, create some really significantly important moments of offense. Just based on Pantoja getting sloppy, like 
falling forward into that shot because he's, you know, walking over his hips trying to punch into his takedown attempts. I'm at a 4.44 of the second round. So there he looks to walk him into the right hand a little bit more, but Mantosh is still overswinging. Uh, head stays right, right where it is as he advances. Uh, so eating a lot of intercepting jabs from Royville, but he's landing his right hand pretty often. This definitely doesn't look like a number one contender fight. Oh, and really terrible shot finish attempt there from Pantoja. Um, and Royville limp-legging out and countering with ground and pound. And Pantoja falls to his back, falls over for a minute, gets up now, but he's looking really fatigued. And he might have gone, oh, nice, slips that, uh, that straight into the back take. Pantoja might have gone into a mode where he doesn't really care how clean this performance is anymore. He's just going to wade through. Now, oh, nice, turn that knee into the back take. Scooped out that uh, the back of that right thigh with the knee and pulled over that block. That was a really nice transition from Pantoja. But yeah, I think he, he transitioned to a mode where he couldn't try to deal with everything because that's what was part of what was exhausting him. Um, there's the, uh, oh, so he had that arm tight to the side. He could have transitioned to a nice, uh, dangerous position there. He got the arm over the face. Yeah, he has to be more threatening from these, these positions. Um, one, for control, but two, to, for it to count. You know what I mean? Oh, that's tighter. Oh, he's got that in. Wow, Pantoja's got that in. He tapped. Wow. Wow. That was a crazy fight. Um, it definitely looked like it was going in the direction that Pantoja was going to, you know, continue to do worse and worse and get sloppier and put himself in bad positions. But it was just that slip, <laughs> that slip off of one of Royville's straights. He just timed it into the back take. I think for Pantoja, uh, we talked about limiting exchanges, you know, being less active defensively and you know, doing worse defensively in a technical sense. But, you know, tactically making a, a good decision to save his energy for trying to win the round or get into a more dominant, dangerous position. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm always impressed with Pantoja. I think uh, his aggregate skill set is really good. I think he knows what he's doing. Um, I think he's got great attributes. I think he's sloppy as hell <laughs> on his feet. Um, he's looked better in the past, but Royville kind of forced that fight out of him with his pace and his uh, his aggression and how stubborn he was and how he could keep that up. Uh, but Royville, very durable. Royville, somebody, I know people have made Tony Ferguson comparisons. It's definitely similar where he can overwhelm people with this pressure and straight, straight shot volume and put them into bad situations because they can't make him go away. But Pantoja did. Um, but, you know, in the case of Ferguson, there weren't really grapplers at that cal of that caliber like threatening him in, in his division. So he didn't really have that same threat in the way that people are beating Tony Ferguson. Now that, this is something that could have happened in his prime. You know I mean? He really didn't fight that many good top game players who could deal with any other parts of his game. Um, you know, someone like T-Bow maybe closer to their prime could have been more of an issue, but even still, um, so yeah, Royville, I think is gonna have to make some adjustments. He can, you know, philosophically, I don't agree with, I don't disagree with what he does, um, but he's just gonna have to get better at doing what he does if he wants it to work. Because there's flyweight's a very grappler heavy division. Um, it's not that's not the only guy that's gonna be able to, you know, do well in top positions against him. Uh, so I think he needs to funnel guys into more dangerous positions. Uh, you know, it's kind of the way that Ferguson did where. Um, he was, you know, drawing people onto elongated shots and, you know, coming into front headlock or, um, you know, being the one taking the shots, that would be helpful as well. 
but a lot of straight hitting, a lot of body hitting stuff he's already doing. Um, but I think he needs to be a little more disciplined um, with his motion. You know, he's overcommitting to some shots. So is Pantoja, but you know, Pantoja is the one who ended up exploiting it with uh, the slip into the back take. So I don't know. I could definitely see room for improvement for both guys. This is supposed to be a number one contender fight. Uh, Pantoja didn't look like a number one contender. Neither did Royville. Um, but this division's in kind of a weird place after the rebuild. Uh, they cut like half the roster and uh, they're just trying to figure out, you know, trying to create an elite again. I think Pantoja is like a top five-ish guy in a healthy division. But when you have kind of a lack of contenders, it makes sense for, for it to go this way. So, yeah, good stuff from Pantoja. Um, if he fights Moreno, I think he's going to have similar issues here where the pace and the straight hitting are bothering him. Moreno's a much better wrestler than Royville, um, both offensively and defensively. He's a better grappler, I think, too, just a different type. And, um, yeah, I think uh, I think Moreno would beat Pantoja. I, I know that he's 0-2 against him, but <laughs> I think his, the current iteration of Moreno would, would probably win. Uh, and, obviously, you know, Pantoja already fought Figueredo, although I think that's a winnable fight for him in the future. Uh, and Solna Gaskarov, I mean, he was close with him. He could beat him, too. Uh, so, you know, despite me thinking that Pantoja's game has some issues um, and he needs a lot of work to be a five-round fighter against, you know, the guys that are at the top of this division right now, um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to watching him again. I definitely thought he would win this fight, and I, I, it was more dangerous than I than I had considered. But I was right, which is what's important. That's what matters. All right. Um, so that's that for this one. Uh, thank you for listening. I know that wasn't my most polished performance, you know, getting back into the groove here. Uh, but yeah, if you're interested in more grappling breakdowns, especially ones that aren't live, where I can, you know, take my time and go back and forth and really like, dig into things, uh, definitely check out the fights that on Patreon. Um, not soon, unfortunately, just with my life. Uh, not going to have a lot of content out in the near future, but come the winter, uh, I should be able to pick things up pretty considerably and you're going to see a lot more from me. I know I've done the resume review series and the uh, bad call series, um, but you know, stay tuned, stay tuned for more. There's, there's a lot, a lot more left uh, in the tank. I have a lot of ideas and uh, so many fights to cover. So thank you for listening. I enjoyed this fight and uh, yeah, hit me up on Twitter if you want to talk about anything. All right. Bye-bye.